Good evening, good afternoon, good middle of the night, and welcome back to Cases of Color. By the time you hear this episode, it will be my 30th birthday. Holy crap, I've made it three decades around the sun, and here I am. Um, I just want to say, you guys, thank you for your amazing support that you guys have given me. I could not be more grateful than I am for how much you guys are listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast. For those of you who are leaving reviews on Apple and Spotify and things like that, thank you so very much for everyone who engages in the Instagram comments. Thank you. I had a few little kerfuffles that kept me from recording right away. But we are back, broken cords, complete schedule conflicts, you name it. But nevertheless, all of that is over and done. And here I am, back and better than ever. And I wanted to come back and talk about a case that really just been on my mind lately and something that I kind of can't get off of my mind. It doesn't have too many details, which is very unfortunate. And I'll kind of talk more about that at the end. However, it's still very important to talk about because it's the whole purpose of this podcast, honestly. So before I get into this case, if you are not following Case of Color on social media, what are you doing? Go ahead and get onto Instagram, get onto your Twitter at Cases of Color and follow your girl. Let's interact. Let's talk. Let's talk about these cases. Let's talk about the things that have been happening. Let's go. Let's do this together. So today's case is going to be the case of Kiara Coles. Now, if you've never heard the name Kiara Coles, let me tell you all about her. So Kiara Coles was a 26-year-old woman. She had her entire life ahead of her at the time that she went missing. And she was said to have been in a really great place in her life, mentally and emotionally. She had a really good job. She was working at the post office and she was three months pregnant with her very first child. And she was extremely happy. She was close to her family, so much so that she talked to her mother every single day. And she was really excited about her baby. She was due on April 16th, 2019. And even though at the time of her disappearance, she hadn't found out the gender yet. According to her mother, she was more than sure that she was going to have a baby boy. She could just feel it in her gut, no pun intended, that she was going to have a baby boy. This case of Kira Coles and her being missing, she is still missing to this day. So she went missing October 2nd, 2018. She's still missing now. There are not a lot of details about what is even speculated as to what happened to her. So what I'm going to do is just go over what we know to be fact, some things that have come out since her disappearance, and just my own personal theories on what I believe may or may not have happened to her and other things like that. So let's get into it. On October 2nd, 2018, Kiara left her apartment in her postal worker uniform and she's never been seen since. There's not a trace of evidence that has yet to be found and it's very unclear what happened to her. So on October 1st, 2018, Kiara talked to her mother on the phone that evening and it was just a casual conversation. They talked about some product that her mom used that Kiara was wondering, just, you know, mom, what do you think of this product? And the very next day, 
um, on October 2nd. Kiara's mother called her in the morning, and she didn't get an answer, but she wasn't alarmed or anything like that. She said that she thought that, you know, maybe Kiara already had made it to work. Like, maybe I just missed her. I'll call her later. And she tried to call her again in the afternoon and also didn't get an answer. And she also tried again that evening, and she got no response either. But she didn't want to bother her daughter. She knew that the pregnancy kind of was taking a little bit of a toll on her, which if you know anything about being pregnant, the first trimester can be very taxing. And her mother just said, you know, maybe she's not feeling well. You know, I'll just kind of leave her be. She didn't want to assume that Kiara, you know, that, that something was wrong. She more so just thought, you know, maybe she's just tired from the baby and just that's just that on that. To her mother, it wasn't really that big of a deal, even though it still was troubling that she hadn't heard from her. She just figured Kiara would get back to her eventually. So once October 4th came around and she hadn't heard from her daughter, she went by her apartment and saw that her daughter's car was still parked outside. So she called the police to have them do a wellness check on Kiara. And she also called Kiara's job and they said that she never reported to work on the 2nd of October, which made her mother even more alarmed. And it was even more alarming because it, you know, come to find out on October 3rd, allegedly Kiara called and called in sick to work. So the day after she may or may not have went missing. So there's a lot of just kind of red flags going on. You know, she never reported to work on the 2nd, called in to work on the 3rd. What is going on? And someone else Kira's mother called is her daughter's boyfriend, Joshua Simmons. Joshua Simmons had been with Kira for about six years, and he was also the child's father. And, you know, if they were to have a son, Kira always said that she would make her son a junior. She would name her son after his dad. And Kira's mother said that in the beginning, when everything happened, that she never blamed or pointed fingers at him. And there's even some audio of the mother doing interviews and saying that she's not going to sit here and, and point the finger at anybody. But this was a little early on. Now that the due date has passed, long since passed, because the due date was April 16, 2019, the mom has kind of changed her tune. And she said flat out that, you know, she never wanted to blame him. But ever since everything happened, she had not seen him since the day of the wellness check his pregnant girlfriend goes missing with his baby and he has not talked to the family seen them anything since she went missing and it's just very suspicious there's no way around it because why would someone who had been with somebody for six whole years and that person was the mother of your child why would that not be top priority to you why would you not want to be around their family and help support any efforts to find her ultimately finding your child you know what i'm saying so yeah it that was very suspicious that's really all we have for the what happened to her so let's kind of unpack what we know about the day she went missing so on the day that she went missing there is some cctv footage of someone who might possibly be sierra walking down her street in their postal workers uniform and then abruptly crossing the street now the video is kind of grainy so you cannot officially tell if it's kiara or not kiara's father said that you know if that is his daughter and i don't know if maybe he's holding out hope to believe it's his daughter or if he truly 
genuinely feels like he can with his eyes confirm as his daughter but he said for her to abruptly cross the street like that she probably saw something and so she went to the other side of the street and maybe she saw something she wasn't supposed to see and that's why she's gone now but the other thing that kind of comes up is that the post office said that there are other postal workers that live on that same street, it very well could have been one of them. So there are some people who believe that it is Kiara. There are some people who do not believe that it is Kiara. It's very, you know, kind of just up in the air as, and, and very mixed on who believes what and who agrees with what as far as that CCTV footage is concerned. Some other things that were really alarming is that once they did the wellness check and they looked in her vehicle, her prenatal vitamins were in her car as well as her phone and her lunch was also packed and that was in her car as well and her purse and her keys were found in her home now if we were going to go with the whole oh maybe she just wanted to run away you know maybe she just got in her emotions and whatever the case may be the fact of the matter is that she left anything that she would have needed to get away to include her vehicle like her vehicle was not found stranded somewhere. Her vehicle was found right outside of her home. So there has to be something more or something that went on there that she left literally everything that would be considered a resource to get her away if that was her intention to leave. So that was very suspicious to me because I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you leave all your things? I feel like that theory that she just wanted to run away or whatever the case may be can honestly go right out of the window because it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So let's talk about that call that was made on the 3rd of October, allegedly made by Kiara calling in sick to work that day. Here's my thoughts on that. I do not under any circumstances believe that Kiara Coles called the post office to be off work. I genuinely believe that it was someone else impersonating her. I do not believe that it was her calling off to work on the third. I believe that something happened to her on the second and that there was a call made on the third. And I don't know if it was in an effort to stall or to keep people from coming to look for her, but it was somebody who knew her. And I say that because if it's, if this was something random, somebody random would not know to call her job. If you've ever been to the city of Chicago, it's huge. There are multiple post offices. You wouldn't just be like, oh, I see a postal uniform. I know exactly which post office you work at. Or what line you would call to call in sick. Like, you ain't just going to Google it. Like, this is somebody who knew her. And who knew who to call, when to call, what to call, and what to say. And it will be, it should be noted that Joshua Simmons also worked at the post office with Kiara Coles as well. And if you haven't been keeping track, Joshua Simmons is the baby's father, her boyfriend of six years. And that is actually a good segue to talk about him and why I personally believe he is involved. So again, my personal opinion. So he had another baby mother. Her name was Kiara Smith. And again, this is all allegedly because unfortunately I haven't been able to find too many resources confirming all of this, but I have been able to see photos of them together and other things like that to at least know the validity of their relationship. So moving on, he had another baby mama. Her name was Kiara Smith. They had a few children together. And if you look at the ages of the children and other things like that, something is not matching up. 
Now, this whole narrative of, oh, he's been with Kara Coles for six years, there's some overlap with the children that he has and his relationship with Kiara. And I'm not saying that it's completely impossible for a man to have stepped out on his own relationship or stepped out on his baby mother for another woman, whatever the case may be. What I am saying is there's something fishy going on there. This is not like a strictly dedicated to Kiara Cole's man here that we're talking about. This is somebody who obviously had another situation going on to which we are not really privy to at the moment. It was so hard finding information on him, so hard finding information on this. I just so happened to stumble across something um, that gave me like actual photos and Facebook posts, things that I could actually look at and verify that they were good to go and that they were legitimate. But when it came down to doing any Google searches or something I like to use, which is Ecosia, to search as a search engine, it was very, very, very hard to do and to really find it. So I'm saying allegedly only because I can't necessarily call my source that I found the most credible because I can't back check it with an, an additional source, if that makes sense. Whenever I do these podcasts, I try to find as many sources as possible cross-reference. I know there will always be some missteps and some things because nothing is perfect, but I want to make sure that there's consistency in the narrative that I am telling to make sure that I'm telling it correctly. So he had another baby mother at the time and allegedly after Kiara went missing, he got back with Kiara Smith. I'm not sure if they're still together or not. Uh, From what I have seen on the internet, their Facebook profiles have been deactivated or are on complete lockdown. It kind of fluctuates between one and the two. I think it might probably go off whenever like articles about Kiara pop up and things like that. It's very fishy to me. My personal theory, this is what I think happened to her. I think that maybe Kiara Smith, which is the original baby's mother, I think that was who Joshua Simmons was with originally and who he had continued a relationship with. I think that maybe Kiara Coles might have been his like side piece you know what I mean? Or his like kind of rebound whenever he wasn't with his baby mother. And I think once he got Kiara Coles, our missing woman, I think once he got her pregnant, it changed the dynamic. And I think it is possible that he killed her because he didn't want to have a life with her. And again, this would not be an unrealistic storyline. We've seen this multiple times I really think that's what happened to him and uh, to her and honestly I think that maybe possibly in my opinion that his baby mama might know something about it Kiara Smith now the police are very mums the word on who they think is a suspect they say that they don't really have any leads on anything I didn't really see too much information on what they found on her phone if they found anything on her phone anything of that nature it's honestly very like either closed-lipped or lack of information, and I'm going to go with the latter. Kiara Cole's father has been on record saying that he doesn't feel like the police are doing what they're supposed to do. He said that all he can do is take their word for it, but her father, who lived in Wisconsin at the time of her disappearance, left Wisconsin and moved back to Chicago. Literally, he said, I'm going to search for my daughter day and night. I think there's some foul play. 
I think something happened to her, and I truly believe that the child's father was involved. I don't think this was some random act, and that phone call on October 3rd is really what solidifies that for me, because a random person would not know to call your job and call in sick. And for somebody who talked to her mother every single day, there's no reason why she wouldn't have picked up the phone to call her mother. There's no reason why she would not have answered the phone, sent a text back. It was completely out of the ordinary for Kiera to do that. I believe that by October 2nd, she was already gone. And I believe it was the father of her child that was involved. I would love to hear some more information about where he was and what is what was his alibi. But right now, all of that type of information is literally very hard to find. And I will say, I think it's kind of funny how we can easily find out all these information when people of other demographics go missing. But over a year and a half later of this black woman who was pregnant, had a government job being missing, we are out here unable to get basic information to even get a picture of her boyfriend or anything of that nature. We don't know what is happening, what is going on. And I say all that to say it's just it isn't right and it isn't okay. And I think we as a people and society as a whole need to pursue these cases the way they pursue these cases that are going on out in suburbia. Care about these missing black women the same way that you care about cats, the same way that you care about You need to care about these people of color, these disenfranchised people, these people that live in poverty, these people that are considered low class, because these people are somebody's mama, somebody's auntie, somebody's sister, somebody's nephew, somebody's uncle, somebody's brother, somebody's cousin. That stuff cannot be forgotten. So this is literally all that I have for the Kiara Coles case. If you live in the Chicago area, please be diligent. If you hear anything, please report it. And just let's keep this story going. I'm sure there are people who do not even know about Kiara Coles and that she's still missing and that she's never been found. And it would be very important to get this information out. So as always, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Episodes every Wednesday, as always, in 2020. There might be some short breaks for, like, the holidays and for the summer this year but besides that i'm keeping it consistent and i can't wait to grow with you all thank you so much for listening make sure you follow me on instagram and twitter at cases of color for both platforms i will leave the links down below and one of the best things you can do for me is share the podcast tell a friend about the podcast listen to the podcast with their friends and discuss it anything to keep the conversation going and to keep these people's names in people's mouths and keep these people's names on people's minds Good night, and thank you so much for listening to Cases of Color.